0: Welcome back to The Curse of Three. This is chapter two, Feel Me. After putting in your two weeks at your job, you really had no idea where life was going. You know, you just let a little bit of panic flood your mind. Yes, in your heart, you knew the changes was necessary. And luckily, Itadori was a gold mine of knowledge to this whole sorcerer world thing. And he would be so kind enough to make low-key plans for you to talk out your concerns. Eventually, one day, you were able to go into his loft apartment provided to him by the corporation. You were surprised by the amenities that his job got him, but it kind of made sense when you think about it, considering how small a group of people they got to choose from. And it was a pretty neat lot. It exposed Frank Walls and his not too surprising Vunko pop collection. And before you knew it, he was kind of, you know, finding his way into your everyday life. Little text message throughout the day, and even going for book runs whenever a new manga dropped. He even managed to meet your best friend Jada and they hit it off pretty freaking well. In just two weeks, itadori managed to become a vital point in your life, and you couldn't help to remember Sukuna. It was hard to, you know. The way his arms held you down, it was just an unforgettable experience. Not only one more day until you started your new job and your nerves wrecked you from the insides and you tossed and you turned in your full size bed and when you got up to rearrange your figures trying to just tire yourself out, your anxiety kept growing and you couldn't even handle it anymore. Somebody needs to be up. Ah. You considered calling Jada, but you knew she had to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to get ready for her job. And just by chance, you ended up texting Itadori just to check if he was up. Which, of course, his reply was a FaceTime call. And you panicked, unsure whether to answer the phone, considering it was 1 o'clock in the morning and you were ready for bed. Meaning, your hair was a whole mess and your oversized t-shirt and sweatpants adorned your body like the old lady you pretended to be when you were home. Fuck it, you think. Blush. Don't you look comfy. Stomp. Sitting down at your desk slash dining table. I'm just so panicked. I can't sleep. You try to push your messy curls from your face. Didori laughed. He wore his light green sweatshirt and his hair at the top of his head, looking like a little baby girl's ponytail. The hours flew by as you talked about nothing, and before you knew it, the sun was ready to rise. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry I kept you up this late. It's already tomorrow. Hey, don't worry about that. Who else am I supposed to explain the intricacies of the Dragon Ball transformations, and evolutions? (laughs) Well, anyways, go take a nap. You're gonna need it. You know, there's at least three hours left till 8 a.m. Make sure to say hi to Nanami when you see him. I'm afraid. Will do. Good night. You hung up the phone and let sleep overtake you. When morning comes, you find yourself talking to Jada before you walk into work. Your stamina refueled as you sip on your iced coffee. Orientation goes well, and you find yourself being trained by a very beautiful woman named Leah. Your job basically consists of registering and documenting outgoing activities and classifying defeated curses. The pay was good, going from around 40k to 75k, that was such an improvement in lifestyle, and so the determination for you to do your best was real. You were entranced by the amenities in the building, the whole building there was like less than 50 employees that were part of JJ Corp, and it seemed like everyone had an experience with the cursed spirit or could see them in some form. The time ran away, and before you knew it, it was lunchtime, and you decided to take a tour of your own building. So, you take your ass from the 6th floor to the 5th, and then down to the 4th. You wander around the hallways, peeking in through doors and windows. The rooms were mainly empty, and you found you could hear footsteps approaching you. You straighten yourself out, trying to look neat with your trousers and your black shirt and your stretchy flower blazer, which makes you feel a little too professional, considering that most people would just dress in sweatpants, t-shirts, and jeans. Which was uh, note to self: try to blend in more next time. First thing you saw was long wisps of soft pink hair glowing in the light of the windows, and then there he was. The statuesque frame sucking up all the oxygen from the hall, a black hole of desire. Sakuna's dark red eyes pierced yours holding you in place and he smiled, fangs shining. Well, hello again. He said, his body now leaning, his arms and fists placed on the side of the glass wall. But you were ready for this. You learned about him from Itadori. Sukuna was the coerest sorcerer. The one and the only. And you focused your eyes on his bindings. The thing that you originally thought was like some kind of choker. Hello. You said as confidently as you can manage. trying to keep a neutral face. Oh. Why so dropped his head making himself come face to face with you and you could see the second pair of eyes were closed his muscles rippled through his white shirt his chest rising and falling slowly his black sweatpants were loose around his waist matching his black nails oh, No, no reason I just know better His breath mingled with yours and, afraid of what could happen, you just packed away. But then, you got closer, lessening the space between you and him. Baby, if this is an invitation, well, I heard you loud and clear. His lips fell upon yours and soft at first, and then it bared down its weight, its forcefulness, and you placed your hands on his shoulder pulling him in, nails digging into his back. You could feel his body shift, taking on your weight, relishing in the passion and you hear the pounding of your heart. His tongue slips in, and you dance with passion, experiencing something primal, an ecstasy unlike anything you ever felt before. A guttural moan comes from him, urging you to take more and nothing left to want or to need. You pull out his hair your eyes low, taking in the glory of his figure. Power fills you like a bottle of rum, overflowing with questionable decisions, and at that moment, everything feels right. His large hands grab onto your waist, holding you, and laughing between while you try to gasp for air, passing his tongue along your full lips and biting at its center. Sakuna so quickly pulled you into a room, and you were so lucky that it was empty except for a desk and a laptop that seemed like a bunch of old relics lying in the walls. Don't get shy on me now, princess. The rumble of his voice reverberating around your body. A moan escapes, and you can feel his arm trying to grab you, and you bite. His teeth graze your ear and the back of your neck. Bite me harder, you demand. <sighs> That's it. Anything you want, Stonky Shiner. In your leg, you kick him back, and you use your full body weight to push him against his desk. Smiling, he sits there. Now that you got me, what do you want? Hora, you sit on his legs on either side of his large frame, your soft curves meeting the hardness of his body and you place your hands over his circular arm tattoos. Clenching his arms in your hands, he felt so large. This was overwhelming, intoxicating, humbling, and ego boosting all at once. You slide your hips back and forth, pressing down on him. And he pulls away your blazer, letting it drop to the floor. He pulls off your shirt. Teeth tearing away at your bra, his hands firmly on your ass, and you rub yourself on him and you could feel his hard cock through his sweatpants. You feel the muscles tense and he seemed to be restraining himself. But it was strange? Here you were, two seconds of fucking someone on his desk and you were on your first day of work. This was so reckless, so wrong. But the adrenaline and excitement was sweet and thick nectar of honey and gin, freedom unlike anything you've ever felt before. And you wanted to be wild with him, but you knew you couldn't force him. As he was clearly still on high alert. Frustration ate at you and the anger you bit between his neck and his shoulders. A growl could be heard from his lips and his teeth flashed at you. Anger and desire mixed in his expression, making his eyes glow red, and the tattoos on his face became darker, more visible. You do know my whole body is available to you. You push yourself on your knees, hovering over his face. Anything I want, you thought. Grabbing his arm, you guided his hand inside of your pants. He easily moves his hands, undoing the buttons and then passing his hands through your warm belly, snapping the lace of your black underwear with his sharp nails. Smoothly and quickly, he pressed circles around your clit, his face between your breasts, his fingers sliding in and out gently, hitting the top walls of your vagina and you mold loudly, rubbing your clit along his palm. He could feel your excitement and it even heated your own. With another hand, he hoisted your legs over his shoulders, his head perfectly between your legs. A bit of fear took hold, but you found yourself holding on to him for dear life, running your fingers through his hair as he feasted upon your body. Writhing with pleasure, you guided his tongue with your words, pulling him towards you with each touch, and finally, you felt your body twitch as pleasure exploded out of you. Your heels fell back. Your back arched forward, and he placed his arm around you, holding you in place. Your senses came back, slowly, hazy from the pleasure. Your breathing was labored as he placed you down on the desk. Sukuna's face was drenched. His eyes looked still so hungry, and his shirt was off, revealing really thick tattooed line work. His body was sculpted with beautiful veins running up his arms and into t- his hands. Else before? Fuck you. you can almost hear him purr out those words. You place your head between his pecs, dragging your tongue across his nipples. He you spreads your legs, his erection hard and closing in the distance between the both of you. Wait, you say. A groan of pain shoots from him. A condom? You were unsure if he'd heard you, but in a flash, he smiled and shoved you back, letting you know that he has it. His arm reaches past you, his body pushing you deeper into his desk, and you could hear him fiddling with the desk. Before you could wonder anymore, his tongue draws circles around your neck, his other hand coughing at your breast. He pulled the condom in his hand, he ripped the wrapper with his teeth, and in one fluid motion, it was on him. His cock stood painful at attention, and you smile, ready for whatever comes next. His hands proceed to your neck, and with a smile, you hold on to it. The sight of the pressure on both sides of your throat as he thrust in, a moan escaping you, your legs trapped around him as he thrust in and out, and you could feel him spreading you, going deeper and deeper every time. You could feel his stomach turn, and the pressure began to build. You moaned, and to your surprise, he responds, equally enthralled, moaning and grunting his teeth forward in a small You managed to stay between Gaff's pleasure. He held you by your legs as he pulled you up. It didn't take long for you to be lost in pleasure and for his to join right after. Turned his back as you tried to regain composure. You knew you would chastise yourself, but why bother with it now? Those were issues for later. Not now. Mm-hmm. Hey, Zukuna. Yes, princess. What time is it? It's two forty. Don't tell me to room. Don't your legs. Yes, I have to. He put on his sweatpants and he sat by a desk, legs spread, body leaning back. He looks so powerful. Unstoppable, even as if this was his throne. Is this your office? Yeah, it's mine. I really much at all, but if I would have known you were coming here to fucking you I would have appeared a little bit better. Okay, you said trying to swat his comment aside. I work here too, and this is supposed to be my lunch hour right now, so that means I gotta go. Ah, oh, he replied calmly. He sat back and placed his hand out, and you placed your hand in his. Promise me one thing If you ever need a good fucking, come straight down here, call me, I'll find it. And I'll fuck you, right? Your eyes met his lips, and he smiled. Ever so cruelly. Thank you for joining me for chapter 2. I hope that you will join me for chapter 3 also. I'd like to apologize for my voice. Um, I got COVID halfway between uh, doing this. Some voice might have changed a little bit. But I hope that you're still on board. Next chapter is... Feel My. Bye.